reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 10, Divisions of the Creation, verse number 10 or 11. I'm not sure. It's written 11. It's written 11. Then let's do 11. Is it written out? No, it's just written. Oh, it's just the the number. Oh, good. So, we don't have it written, right? That's all right. Word for word. Maitreya Uvacha. Maitreya Uvacha. Guna. Guna. Yatikara Karo. Yatikara Karo. Nirvishesha. Nirvishesha. Pratishtita, Purusha, Tatupadana, Atmana, Vilayashrijat. Okay, what's this mean? Maitreya Uvacha, Maitreya Uvacha, Maitreya Jeku, Maitreya Jeku, Gunavyatikara, of the interactions of the modes of material nature. Akara, source. Nirvishesha without diversity. Apratishtita unlimited. Purusha of the Supreme Person. Tat that. Upadanam instruments. Atmanam the material creation. Lilaya by pastimes. Asrijat created. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Translation, Maitreya said, Eternal time is the primeval source of the interactions of the three modes of material nature. It is unchangeable and limitless and it works as the instrument of the Supreme Personality of Godhead for his pastimes in the material creation. Okay, so before we go to the purport, this is responding to uh, Vidura's uh, question. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he has asked in the previous verse, O oh my Lord, O oh greatly learned sage, kindly describe eternal time. <coughs> Which is another form of the Supreme Lord, the wonderful actor. <coughs> Uh, what are the symptoms of that eternal time? Please describe them to us in detail. Uh, of that eternal time. Yeah. Um, please describe them to us in detail. Would it help if you can also see me? Yeah, sure. That Maybe if you just move okay. No, we're okay. No, no. Ah, now you. That's better. Upgrade to the translator is awesome. <laughs> Yes. Okay, we're all happy now. Um, yeah, just, you know, this is going to be one of those uh, lectures where you just, you ask, just sit down, now look at the verse, you haven't thought anything about it <laughs> in advance. <laughs> Which means... Whatever comes in the head, <laughs> that will come out. <laughs> uh, verse 10, before we get to 11. It says, Kala means time. And Akyam, that which is or referred to uh, of the name Kala. And Prabhupada translates it as eternal time. But uh, the verse, the, the Sanskrit itself just says time. Uh, this is an example of how um, sometimes Prabhupada will um, make some explanation within his translation. And uh, very often he's taking that explanation from one of the comment, one of the previous commentators. So sometimes a devotee who's learning Sanskrit, he'll go, oh no! It's just time that it says translation eternal time and then becomes bewildered. But it's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Another uh, I find interesting thing in Prabhupada's Prabhupada often will translate the word lakshana as symptom. What are, what are the symptoms uh, of eternal time? Now, I don't know. In English, it seems to me that the word symptom is usually associated with disease. Another word uh, for lakshana, 
more commonly used would be characteristic or uh, feature or quality. So symptoms of time uh, uh, for English speakers that will have a certain kind of uh, connotation like what's wrong <laughs> with eternal time? <laughs> what's the disease? <laughs> anyway, that's just interesting. Robert, he likes the word symptoms. Okay, purport to verse 11. The impersonal time factor is the background of the material manifestation as the instrument of the Supreme Lord. It is uh, the ingredient of assistance offered to material nature. No one knows where time began and where it ends. And it is time only which can keep a record of the creation, maintenance, and destruction of the material manifestation. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. The time, eternal time keeps a record uh, that notes down or it, uh, it records. <coughs> Creation, maintenance, and destruction. Something to think about. Sometimes one hears, especially amongst uh, sort of new age people, about the Akashic, Akasha record, that everything is registered in the, uh, in the space record. Anybody know anything about the Akash record? Nobody's been reading New Age stuff lately. Yeah, yeah I heard. I think it's from South India, from some Swami, some do. Uh, no? I don't know. Could be. Why not? <laughs> So maybe it's not new age, maybe it's old age. <laughs> this time factor is the material cause of creation and is therefore a self-expansion of the, the personality of Godhead. Time is considered the impersonal feature of the Lord. Mm. Have you ever noticed how mysterious time is? Uh, and we uh, we talk about time as if we have a uh, we have a sense of time, and related to that sense of time, we we can speak about it. But our sense of time is very, very, very limited. One way we uh, perceive time, we have a sense of time's movement. In fact, we might say that's the most 
essential feature of our experience of time. And if we're a little thoughtful, if we add some reflection to our experience, Uh, then we see that time has, in its in its motion, its its more its basic motion is destruction. There's there's the expression kala chakra, the wheel of time. <laughs> Welcome to the park. So, uh, and the word kala, uh, the Sanskrit word, implies this feature of time, that it is destroying, it is constantly destroying. But chakra, uh, if we think about chakra, again, I'm just top of my head. Uh, Chakra means wheel. Uh, and okay, the Kala Chakra is cutting everything down, you can say, but it's also turning. And of course, this is also how we experience time uh, as cycles. And the sort of uh, basic uh, cosmic cycle that we experience is uh, is the movement of the sun uh, over the period of one uh, sun year, one earth year. Uh, so we experience time as movement uh, and then we experience as the the movement of the sun and all the effects of the movement of the sun. Yeah. And how is the sun moving? According to the Bhagavatam. How, how, what, what makes the sun move? <laughs> yes, the sun is on a chariot. And how is the chariot moving? It's, it has an engine itself. It's Uh, turbo engine. Aruna is chariot driver. Chariot driver. Yes. There are horses. No, there are more than four horses. Huh? How many horses are pulling the chariot of the sun? Anybody know? As I remember, it's seven horses. And these seven horses have names. Anyone know any of the names of any of the horses of the chariot that pulls the sun? Uh, what Prabhu is saying that uh, there is uh, one of the horses is a Vedic meter. Not one, all seven. One of them? All seven horses are, are the names of Vedic meters. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so one of the horses is named Gayatri. Because Gayatri, in addition to being a certain mantra, is also a meter. Yes. And now comes a little bit of um, Vedic trivia, which you can impress your friends with, but it's just a footnote. <laughs> the Gayatri meter consists of three times eight syllables. Uh, two times eight, uh, so two lines, and then there's a pause, and then comes the the last uh, the last line. Also yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> okay, back to the purport. The time factor is also explained by modern men in various ways. Some accept it almost as it is explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam. For example, in Hebrew literature, time is accepted in the same spirit as a representation of God. Wow. It is stated therein, quote, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, dot, 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 end of quote. I wonder where Prabhupada got that from. <laughs> have to look it up in the Bible. <laughs> Metaphysically, time is distinguished as absolute and real. Absolute time is continuous and is unaffected by the speed or slowness of material things. Time is astronomically and mathematically calculated in relation to the speed, change, and life of a particular object. Got that? <laughs> Gets a little technical, doesn't it? <laughs> Factually, however, time has nothing to do with the relativities of things. Rather, everything is shaped and calculated in terms of the facility offered by time. Time is the basic measurement of the activity of our senses by which we calculate past, present, and future. But in factual calculation, time has no beginning and no end. Pandit Chanakya, or in Sanskrit, Pandita, Pandita Chanakya, says that even a slight fraction of time cannot be purchased with millions of 
Zloty or <laughs> Rubel. Ruble. Ruble? Ruble. Plural? Ruble? Ruble. And therefore, even a moment of time. How much is a ruble worth today? Dollars. Seventy rubles, one dollar. And what was it uh, six months ago? Half a year ago was 15. And two years ago? 35, two years ago was 35. 35, 50, 70, that doesn't sound very good. This is the effect of time. Because one day, it could be just the opposite. Not because, but... One day it could be the other. <laughs> it could be seventy dollars to the ruble. Who knows? <laughs> okay. So the point is that Pandita Chanakya says that even a slight fraction of time cannot be purchased with millions of rubles. And therefore, even a moment of time lost without profit must be calculated as the greatest loss in life. Time is not subject to any form of psychology, nor are the moments objective realities in themselves, but they are dependent on particular experiences. Okay, that's that's interesting. So Prabhupada's emphasizing that time is a function of experience. And we all have experience of this sometimes. Sometimes time seems to drag. This is really boring. And other times, time goes so fast because something is very interesting. You have this experience, Ranjit? <laughs> Which one? Exciting or boring? Okay. Therefore, Srila Jiva Goswami concludes that the time factor is intermixed with the activities, actions and reactions of the external energy of the Lord. The external energy or material nature works under the supervision, superintendence of the time factor as the Lord himself. 
And that is why material nature appears to have produced so many wonderful things in the cosmic manifestation. Okay, so the idea of wonderfulness, something being wonderful, it's suggested here that uh, whatever wonderfulness we experience is a function of the time factor, which is a representation of the Lord. And uh, since the Lord is all wonderful, His wonderfulness, amazingness, comes out in the material world through time factor. So you can say the time factor itself is wonderful, time itself, and its effects are also wonderful. <coughs> but uh, you can say the essential point of the Bhagavatam is to get us to um, remember through all the wonders we experience that there is the original the wonderful person or put another way uh, if what we experience is wonderful amazing uh, how much more wonderful the Lord Himself must Okay, last sentence. Bhagavad Gita 9.10 confirms this conclusion as follows. Mayadyakshena prakriti suyate satcharacharam hetanane nakaunteya jagat viparivartate and Prabhupada doesn't give the translation to that verse, but it's basically saying that uh, by me, Maya Adyakshena, uh, I supervise, literally, it's, it's literally super, by supervision, Adi Adya Aksha, looking over. By my over, uh, my supervision, I, I supervise Prakriti. Or literally, Prakriti, nature, is supervised by me. Suyate sa characharam. The moving and the non moving mm, are, are, uh, are functioning, I guess you could say. Suyate. Hetuna anena, by this cause, O Kaunteya, Jagat, the universe, Viparivartate is vrit, the, the root is vrit, which means to turn, revolve. And the uh, parivartate, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. 
Okay, so thus ends the Bhaktivedanta uh, purport to this verse uh, 11. So, uh, this is all in preparation, I could say, this question and the response, which of course is going to be elaborated about time, is going to be elaborated further in the next chapter in some detail. It will, uh, in the next chapter, is going to be what's called divisions of time. So, on the one hand, we have time as being without divisions, it's eternal. And on the other side, we have the sense of time being um, dividable. We can, we can see segments of time. And uh, that next chapter is going to start with the uh, oh I'm forgetting the name the Anu 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 the Paramanu Paramanu the Parama Anu. An Anu is a, you know, something very small. <laughs> it's the smallest. The Paramanu is the most small physical thing. And then it will explain that if you get uh, three Anus together, you get a trishu or something, and, and then it becomes visible. <laughs> of course, uh, the modern atomic physicists are finding finding even smaller, smaller bits and pieces of of the universe. They are finding. Yeah, they seem to be finding. Although what they what they claim to find uh, is is all highly theoretical. That nobody is really seeing it. They're extrapolating from uh, from various. Uh, Various forms of evidence that it must be. Uh, extrapolate means to draw out a conclusion uh, from something. It's a, kind of, it's a kind of anuman. Anumana means perception. Uh, no, that's pratyaksha. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. The, the biological conclusion you're getting. To yeah, by reasoning, by inference. We usually use the word inference. Yeah. And uh, that chapter will then move from the tiniest uh, segment of time to the largest segment of time. That what? Chapter eleven. And uh, the largest segment of time is the life of the universe, which is which is the life of Lord Brahma. Yeah. 
And then what's going to happen, uh, not immediately after that, but chapter 15 and then 16. Yeah, actually 14, 15, I don't remember, uh, is describing Vaikuntha. So it's the, the, that place where time has no effect. And then something very amazing happens. We have the four sages, the four Kumaras, going to visit Vaikuntha. And here's, here's what's interesting, is they're coming from the realm of time to the realm of no time. And what might happen when you go from time to no time? Something mind-boggling could happen. <laughs> and that's what happens. The four Kumaras come there and uh, there is a little incident. There is, there is, there is, uh, there is some friction. Because to go from time to no time uh, is, is, a, is a huge, it's an infinite change, you should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, of course, another story. But for ourselves, uh, to reflect on time, I find helpful uh, to mentally imagine. To, you, you can do it as a thought experiment. Opet um, Uma. I talked about this in I talked about this in Poznan uh, day before yesterday. We we've all seen uh, early 20th century films, right? Uh, like Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. You know Charlie Chaplin. Um, have you, is there some famous? Uh, Russian film from the early 20th century. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't there a famous film called Potem- <laughs> Potemkin? Potemkin. <laughs> It's about battleship. Yeah, the battleship. I don't know what the film is about, except it's about a battleship. Anyway, so, um, I don't know if that film, but with Charlie Chaplin, everyone seems to move kind of fast. So now, imagine speeding this up. Uh, that film to twice the speed. And now, imagine speeding that again twice. So it's really moving fast. 
And now imagine that you are Lord Brahma. <laughs> I know it's hard to imagine. <laughs> but how does everything look to him uh, of what's happening on this planet? <laughs> it's just a blur. <laughs> just a huge blur. So, here you are perceiving this film, which is now just a blur. It's gotten a little boring. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> it's just a blur. <laughs> But what can, you, what can you notice in this experience? Well, one thing you can notice is that you are perceiving a blur. So now, apply this to uh, the experience we have of our own body. So, you know, we wake up in the morning in normal life and uh, oh, this ache, oh, that sleepiness, oh, uh, whatever, you know, pain or, or happiness, uh, excitement, um, whatever, all kinds of emotions. Now, speed it all up until it's just a blur. Until it's just a blur. <laughs> And what do you notice? You notice that you are different from all of that that's going on. So here we are in normal life, we're so much preoccupied with all the things going on with our bodies and our minds. And because it's all going so slow. And so when something's going slow, we tend to grab onto it, we get attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> and we say, this is me, this is me, <laughs> But then, whatever it was we've grabbed onto, this is me. At that same moment that we're grabbing onto it, we're losing it. <laughs> Everything that we are holding onto as being identify ourselves at that same moment that we are holding on we are losing it <laughs> and it's it's really very simple to understand this because uh, with this example we can understand I'm different from all of that And that's where we we can uh, that's where we can start with spiritual life. We can see, oh, I am different from all of this. But then what? But then what? But then what? 
For future tense? That would be future tense. Okay, anyway, so that's a good, that's the question we want to be asking. What to do now that I understand I'm none of this, what I thought it was. And that's when spiritual life begins. So then one might ask, so what is the point of all these kind of questions like Vidura is asking? Um, one way of seeing it is that we all have this natural tendency. We have, we have curiosity. We want to know what is going on. Where am I? What's happening? What What does he say? What does she say? What's the plan? <laughs> uh, what happens next? Especially on Dvarashi morning, we want to know when is he going to be finished talking so we can have prasada. <laughs> Yeah, naturally, we want to know things. (laughs) It is is, uh, also part of our our constitutional nature. We need to know. And so, the Bhagavatam is taking that tendency and it's engaging it in such a way that all the answers end up bringing us to uh, connect with Krishna. Another point, just kind of um, disconnected point, is one can think about uh, these discussions of times in three different, well, four different levels. First, there's eternal time. Then there's cosmic time. Uh, We can call it macrocosmic time. Means means big time. (laughs) There's microcosmic time, uh, which is our level of experience. And then there's mesocosmic time, that's in between micro and macro. Mesocosmic, we could say, is the movement of history, human history, as we as we hear and, and read about, and, and we may remember also aspects. So, where we are finding ourselves situated in Polish or Russian history, uh, European history, world history, like that. You could say that's a kind of mesocosmic. 
And in mesocosmic time, we have a sense of identification, connection with human society. And on, on all of these levels, we are, we are involved as living entities. So, never a, du- never a dull moment. No boredom. It's exciting. Even if you're in school and it's boring, you can think of Krishna and how he's functioning in so many ways. <laughs> right, Ranjit? <laughs> Okay, Grantaraj Shima Bhagavatam Ki Shiva Prabhupada. Any questions, comments, discussions? <laughs> So there is a question that uh, this is a time factor. It does it uh, depends it's speed speed of that time? Does it depends on our suffering or enjoyment? Yeah, we we have that experience. <coughs> when we're <coughs> generally when we're suffering, time seems to drag because we're hankering for the for this experience of suffering to be over, but it's not over. It keeps going on. <laughs> and when uh, we're experiencing happiness, the time seems to fly because, because the end of that period of happiness is coming too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> we want the time to then we want the time to slow. Is it is it the mother of goodness? He's asking. Is is what? Mother of goodness? What? So when, time, so when time stops like that, slows down, uh-huh. what is it, what is it, uh, uh, mode of nature it is in? Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know if we can generalize. It would depend on what mode of nature you are in. <laughs> I would think say like that. Yeah. Of course, you can say, well, <laughs> the, one of the features of the mode of goodness is a sense of happiness. Uh, 
but to yeah to draw conclusions about the movement of time in different modes. I've never I don't remember seeing something about that in the So sometimes I can speculate about such things, but right now I don't know. Dwadashi morning <laughs> before breakfast. <laughs> I might not do so well. <laughs> But one other feature of time which is very interesting is rhythm. Rhythm, of course, we experience in music. And with music, there's dance. And I think this is sort of a sort of the the quick start access to having a sense of the spiritual world because what's happening in the spiritual world? Every step is a dance. So that would suggest that even in the spiritual world, there is time. <laughs> yeah, this was saying that, uh, that dance was going on for Brahma's night. Yes, the, the rasa dance is going on for Brahma's night, which, which means... There, there, there's the you know supreme ecstasy of the rasa dance. Means that time dilates and makes, makes dilates. It expands and becomes, and becomes the spiritual world, where time has no effect. So that it expanded for those who were there because we cannot perceive that expansion of time. Mm. Seems so. Anything else? Yes. Yes. What it means to be in What does it mean to be? Oh. Uh, Like Eckhart Tolle with his "Be here now, <laughs> be in the moment." Well, that's also interesting uh, because what what is eternal time? It's not something you know way off in the distant future. It's something that's right now, and so. Uh, I think it's useful to remember that's another way of connecting to eternity, you can say, <laughs> is to remember to be here now. And one of the as one feature of being here now is 
being in a sense of accepting what, whatever happens uh, rather than trying to control everything. Okay, so um, without, oh, yes, Kind of reflection mm-hmm. uh, that whatever is open to uh, the experience in time, no matter how fast the time moves or flat flies by in front of our eyes. Możemy spostrzec, że wiele rzeczy, które kiedyś wydawały nam się ważne, a obecnie znajdują się w przeszłości, są w takim istotne. We were all small children for whom uh, this or that toy was very important. And now, you know, we, we don't have a thought for it. Yeah, so that's a nice uh, point. That we can look to the past and, and see, oh, things that were important to me then are not important to me now. And from that we can uh, understand that things that are important to us now are not going to be important to us in the future. And that can help us to become detached now from whatever it is that we're attached to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Osób zajmujących się, tak jak wyglądały śmiali, mieli Sejtania bardzo sumiennie rolnictwem, czy tą zależnością. To, to, to zauważanie rytmu w przyrodzie jest jest takie, takie silne i namacalne dla I'm sure they can say many things about this. Okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>